Platte River Radio is ready to bring you another great basketball broadcast. But first, we'll prepare you for the game with the New Tech Seed pregame show, which starts right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark at 308-750-6060 or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. New Tech Seed, the undisputed Midwest yield leader. And we've put on the uh, microphone for high school basketball. Welcome to the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Doug Duda with you here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation as Carney Catholic will be hosting the consolation games up first between Ogallala and Amherst in the girls' game, Ogallala and St. Pat's in the boys' game around 1. Then the championship games at 2.30 and 4 will be on Classic Hits 98.9. The girls' championship will be between Carney Catholic and North Platte St. Pat's, followed by Amherst and Carney Catholic in the boys' championship game. We'll take a break and look at the starting lineups on the new Tech Seed pregame show right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Now the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney for Ogallala. Number two, the five foot six inch junior, Jamie Cummins. Number 10, 510 junior, Casey Yeager. Number 12, 5'3 sophomore, Kyra Mestel. Number 21, a 5'10 junior, Amanda Kroger. And number 24, a 5'9 sophomore, Diana Reed. The head coach of the Indians is Chris Mestel, assisted by Rosie Tuttle and Jamie Anderson. Three and five of the season. Now for Amherst, number three, junior, Madison Murphy. Number 11, sophomore, Emily Arnold. Number 12, freshman, Taryn Hanwiger. Number 20, senior Heather Bentley. And number 32, senior Jessica Eckhout. The head coach is Jamie Klingelhofer, assisted by Michelle Ritter. Amherst is 4-4 and on the season. And that's a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're ready for high school hoops, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll tip it next. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. The ball is in the air and Ogala. The home team today will get the opening tip, and they'll immediately drive right to the left block where the basketball is going to be Kroger. She bounce passes it to the right side. The short jumper rolls off the rim by Jaeger. No good. Rebound pulled down, and a shot back up. No good. Reed gets a second rebound down there, and a third opportunity here for Ogallala. Both teams struggled offensively yesterday. Let's see who gets off on the right foot here this morning as Ogallala, trying to kick it out to Mestel, ends up turning it over. But they had a couple of cracks, turned the ball over, and now Amherst will get it. And Ogallala is going to play a little pressure defense. They don't do a lot of that, but Coach Mestel told me they need to shake things up a little bit here today. So Amherst really doesn't want to see that. They will be fouled, though. And they'll call it on. There's two players that were trying to knock around Emily Arnold, and it's going to be on Jaeger. So first foul of the game on Jaeger. And it'll be back over for a jumper. Eckhout. Eckhout on the inbounds. We'll take it to the free throw line. She'll put it up and in. Eckhout led the team yesterday, albeit just eight points. But remember, both teams played undefeated squads yesterday. And they're after it here as it goes to the post. And Casey Yeager turns and puts it off the glass and scores. We are tied 2-2. Amherst got it handed to him by North Platte St. Pat's 60-22. Ogallala lost to Kearney Catholic 65-15. And Amherst will break the press. Get it down low to Madison Murphy. And Murphy will lay it up and in 4-2 in favor of the Broncos. Broncos will stay back in that pack 2-3 zone as they try to lob it in to uh, Casey Yeager. It'll be taken away by Amherst. Second turnover for the Indians. Just underway, first 90 seconds of our girls' consolation game here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Here's the jumper from the right wing, too strong by Murphy, and the rebound will be pulled down again by Yeager. Kick it off to Mestel, and Mestel is going to be fouled. Eckhout tried to knock the ball out of her hands after the rebound. First foul on Amherst. So up and down, quick pace here in the first 90 seconds. Both coaches realizing, hey, it's a morning game. It's consolation. I need to get some energy in these kids, so let's put some pressure on and run the floor. As it's dumped inside again for a nice jump shot by Casey Yeager on the assist from Amanda Kroger just throwing it over the top of a couple of shorter Amherst players to tie the ball game at four apiece. Now, yesterday, neither team really saw a whole lot of pressure after the first quarter as the ball stolen away by Reed, but her shot is no good, and the defensive rebound brought down by Heather Bentley, who will throw over the top to Eckhout. Eckhout into the front court to Murphy, a two-on-one. Murphy takes it in around the defender, lays it up around Kroger, but it's no good, and the rebound brought down by Jaeger, her second. Baseball pass to the other end, but overshoots Kroger, and out of bounds. So Ogallala has the right idea. They just haven't connected the last couple of times with the long pass. And Coach Messel going to go to the bench. Likes to play eight players. And those three subs are Katie Sipperly, the 6'3 junior. Tori Denning, the 5'4 sophomore, comes into the game. And also checking in Alex Zimmerman, the 5'5 senior. 
Yeager had just kind of got back into basketball here the last couple of days, so she's another one just getting back to action. For Amherst, they'll get it underneath to Taryn Hadwiger. Hadwiger spins and draws a foul. Langen, Kosmicki, Beasley taking care of the officiating here today. And the foul will be called on Alex Zimmerman, her first, team second. And Amherst will get the ball underneath the hoop. They'll also substitute into the game with Madison Miller and Michaela Michelson. And Miller to throw it in. Not a lot of movement off the inbound, so they'll lob it up top to Michelson. Swings it over to the three-point line. Arnold dribbles in, takes the 10-footer. It's no good. Defensive rebound grabbed by Zimmerman. And here comes Ogallala. 4-4, 5.20 to go in the first quarter of play. Long outlet pass into the right-hand corner to Denning. Gets it into Sipperly. Back to the right elbow, and the shot is going to be blocked by Emily Arnold on Zimmerman's attempt. Grabbed, though, by Mestel. She'll come down the lane and draw the foul. Two free throws coming up for Kyra Mestel. These will be the first free throws of the game for either team. The foul called on Heather Bentley. Her first. Second team foul on Amherst. And the free throw on the way by Mestel is good. So Kyra gets her first point. Ogallala has the lead, 5-4. And checking in the freshman, Abby Martinson. Second free throw now for Mestel on the way, and it is good. So Mestel hits them both, and it's 6-4, to four, a two-point lead for the Indians, their first of the game. Emily Arnold trying to dribble through the pressure, makes a long outlet pass. Zimmerman knocked it away, and she'll get the steal. Second turnover for Amherst. Sipperly will handle it to Mestel into the front court. She'll go with a jump pass right wing. 6-4 Ogallala throwing over the top of the zone. Try to get it to the high post to Sipperly. Deflected out of there by Arnold, but can't get the clean steal. Denning has it in the right-hand corner. Lobs it into Sipperly. Nice catch and score by Sipperly. Katie at 6-3. Nobody near that tall for Amherst. They can only front and back her, but they still made a great pass there, and it is 8-4. And now Amherst nearly turns the basketball over, but when they don't, they break the press. Here comes Martinson in, and she walked. There was a little hand in her face there from Jamie Cummins, and she just couldn't keep that pivot foot. Turnover Broncos. So Amherst has to hope what happened yesterday doesn't happen today. They got off to a good start yesterday, and then after about the first five minutes, the wheels fell off. And here they have the 4-2 lead, and Ogallala has scored six in a row. Here on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com, you can always hear our games online, brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. Lob comes into Kroger, and Kroger will be touched on the arm by Abby Martinson. I'm taking a vote of the folks in front of me who said it was not a foul, but it will be called on Martinson anyway. And two free throws coming up. Amanda Kroger trying to add to the Ogallala lead, and it is good. Makes it 9-4. to four. And Now lane violation on Ogallala. They were going to come in and jump in and box out, but they had already handed the ball to the shooter in Kroger, so no free throw attempt, and it will remain 9-4. to And the inbound is stolen away, and going in with the layup too strong will be Abby Mart- will be uh, Casey Yeager. Abby Martinson got the rebound, and Amherst has turned it over again after that. So five turnovers now for the Broncos here in the first quarter. 
Not a lot of flow to the game as of yet midway through this first quarter. They'll lob it into Kroger at the free throw line. She'll hit the 13-footer. And Amanda Kroger now with three straight. And Ogallala with nine straight as a team, and they lead it by a score of 11-4. The pressure is working. Across the timeline, it'll be Madison Miller. Miller will dribble, try to avoid the backcourt violation, gets it to Arnold. Now a little three-on-three as everybody gets set back up to get into the offensive rotation, trying to force it into Michelson. The ball knocked away. Amherst turns it over. Mestel brings it up the floor. She tries to feed it to Yeager. It's taken away, and Arnold comes to the other end. Emily to the left baseline, forces the jumper. Kroger blocks the shot. It falls into the hands of Murphy, and Murphy will put it up and in. So Kroger made a nice defensive play, but it was picked up and scored by Murphy, who has four of the six points. And that snaps the 9-0 run for Ogallala. 11-6, 3-10 to go. Throw over the top of the zone here. Get it back into the hands of Jaeger. Jaeger's shot no good. Grabbed underneath by Kroger. Kroger no good. And then over the back, going to be called on Diana Reed. That'll be her first and the team's third. 301 to go here in the first quarter of play. It is 11 to 6 in favor of Ogallala. Waiting for the subs to get in, and the full court pressure is on by Ogallala. Into Arnold. Arnold trying to avoid the double team. Looks back to Jessica Eckout. Eckout, long pass into the front court, and then over and back. Good catch there by Madison Murphy, but didn't realize where she was on the floor and pivoted into the backcourt for the turnover. Had she not, they had Arnold wide open underneath the hoop. So the original five back on the floor right now for Amherst. Murphy, Arnold, Hadwiger, Bentley, and Eckhout. And the Indians with an 11-6 lead. 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. Reed on the left wing. Skip pass over to Jaeger. Jaeger gets by the defender, drives to the right block, puts the runner up no good, then a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Amherst. Madison Murphy in on the Rebound for the Broncos. Again, the Amherst boys will wrap things up here today against Kearney Catholic in the championship scheduled to start at around 4 o'clock. Amherst, good job breaking the press here. Nearly walked, though, once they got into the front court to Eckout. She'll cast up the three. It is no good. And the rebound brought down by Sipperly. Then her outlet pass stolen by Eckout, who will drive, and the scoop shot is no good. Rebound comes out long to Cummins. Cummins' long outlet pass, uncontested layup, and Sipperman will finish. 13-6 in favor of the Lady Indians. Forcing Amherst to go maybe a little faster than they want to break this press. Eckout, pull-up jumper, all net. Jessica Eckout, she has two buckets. Murphy has two buckets, and it's 13-8, Ogallala. Five-point lead here with a minute 50 to go in the first quarter. Indians lob it down. Sipperly got free, and she is fouled. Eckout and Hadwiger could be on either one of them. The officials discuss, make sure they got the same number, and it's going to be on Taryn Hadwiger. Her first. And the team's third at the line, Katie Sipperly to shoot two. She had a bucket earlier in this quarter. And the first one is up and off the heel, no good. Plenty of college football again today. Ready for it to begin here shortly. Four games on the docket for this bowl, and we will have most of it for you after we finish up our girls' basketball game here between Amherst and and Ogallala. Ready for the free throw. It is up by Sipperly. And the second one also a little strong. The rebound brought down 
by Taryn Hadwiger. Houston and Florida State play tomorrow. Looking forward to that one to start our triple header. And then the national semifinals as Arnold gets into the lane. Arnold pulls up from 10 and hits the bucket. And the lead is down to three now for Ogallala. Minute 20 to go here in the first quarter. Eckhout reaches in, knocks it away from Zimmerman. Outlet pass, gets it to Bentley. Into the hands of Murphy and Madison will bring it into the front court. Up top, Eckhout, wide open three, so she'll take it. It is off the iron once, twice, no good. A rebound tie-up between Sipperly and Murphy. The arrow does point the way of Ogallala. 13-10, Indians with the lead. 103 remaining here in the first quarter. And to do a little tape work over here on Casey Yeager, who's sitting on the bench. On the post, separately, turn around, good defense, blocked by Taryn Hadwiger and taken away. Still loose on the floor, though. We may get a steal right back, and we do, and a short jumper is converted by Jamie Cummins as Haley Montgomery has come into the game, and she kept that ball alive for Ogallala. 35 seconds to go. As Amherst breaks the press, down to Hadwiger. Sipperly, though, is waiting for her. She doesn't even have to leave her feet. She blocks the shot, takes it away, and it's back to Ogallala. Cummins gets around the defender. They've got a three-on-two in the front court. Cummins cut off there by Arnold. Dishes it back to Zimmerman. 18 seconds to go. Alex looks for somewhere to drive in. Kicks it back out to Kroger. As they attempt to dump it to Zimmerly, it's going to be taken away again by Taryn Hadwiger. Seven seconds to go. Long outlet pass. Bentley drives in, misses it, but Eckhout follows and scores, and that is the end of the first quarter of play here in the girls' consolation game of the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. And the teams have to feel good about their offense coming off yesterday. Ogallala 15 and Amherst 12 here on ESPN. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. With our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Cope Gymnasium at Kearney Catholic High School for continuing coverage of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament brought to you in part by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Amherst will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. And as Taryn Hadwiger drives to the hole, we've got a reach-in foul on Kyra Mestel. Her first, the team's fourth. The team's are even at four fouls apiece. Turnovers pretty close, too. In fact, they are even at seven apiece after one quarter of play. Amherst has not been to the line. Three of five for Ogallala. As Eckout looks for the shot, can't get it. Down on the baseline, it'll be Murphy. Bounces off the rim, no good. Out of bounds off of Arnold. 
Six points for Eckout, four for Murphy for Amherst. And uh, Jaeger has four to lead six players for Ogallala that scored in the opening quarter. 7.35 to go here in the second quarter, and it is 15-12 in favor of Ogallala. Amherst had an early lead, but Ogallala scored nine in a row to go up 11-4. And now the lead has been trimmed down to three. Lob it into Jaeger. Jaeger fights for the position. Shot no good. Got her own rebound. No good. And it'll be grabbed by Madison Miller. And Amherst will try and push it up the floor. Long pass to Hadwiger, but it's one on three. Hits the trailer. Bentley from 12. She hit it. That's the way you do it. You're open. You shoot it. And you score it. 15-14. Amherst has cut it to one. As Ogallala hustles the ball up the floor with Tori Denning. Up top to Mestel. Kyra bounce pass over on the wing to Diana Reed. Reed down the baseline. Hadwiger knocks another one away. That's at least three steals here in the last couple minutes for Hadwiger. And up the floor with it will be Madison Miller. Miller makes the defender go right by, takes the jumper, bouncing on the rim, no good. Hadwiger had the ball, ends up in Murphy's hands. Out to Bentley, trying to find a little room. Arnold over to Murphy. Now to Miller. Inside to Hadwiger, it's tipped away, and Amherst will turn it over. Outlet pass to Denning in the front court. Tries to throw it over the top of the zone and under through it. And Murphy's going to come away with the steal. And she'll dribble all the way into the front court. Amherst a chance to take the lead. Arnold over to a wide open Miller. And she hits the nine-footer. And Madison Miller's first bucket of the ball game gives Amherst the lead at 16-15. And a timeout will be called by Ogallala, 6.02 to go in the first half of play. It is Amherst 16, Ogallala 15. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, basketball action, our final day. There are some tournaments that finish up uh, tomorrow, but nothing really around our area. The Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament where Grand Island is playing does finish up tomorrow. And we will keep you up to date on the Kearney High-Hastings boys game as well as they have tipped off down at the GNAC playing in the third place game. Here at 16-15 Amherst, Ogallala out of the timeout. We'll get it to Jaeger, right-hand corner, 12-footer no good. And Eckhout will grab her second rebound. And if Ogallala can't score, they can't press. And that's what was giving Amherst the problems in the first quarter. And Amherst just got away with a little bit of a walk, but they'll let him play on. Over to Michelson. She's got an open look from 12. The shot no good. And the rebound brought down by Mestel. First board for Kyra. Waits for the traffic to clear and brings it up the middle of the floor. Outlet pass to Reed. She's open. 15-footer no good. Backside rebound is grabbed by Cummins. She can't get it to go. And then Kroger battles in there for it, and we've got a jump ball. Arrow does point the way of the Indians, so they'll... Take it out underneath their own hoop as Bentley comes back in for Amherst. And Arnold will get a breather. So Bentley, Michelson, Martinson, Eckout, and also Miller. 10, 20, 30, 40. They're all out there. And then Jess Eckout. 5-10 to go here in the first half. Coming up at the halftime, the Ravenna halftime report, Ravenna sanitation halftime report. 
16-15 Amherst. They were down 11-4, a little 12-4 run to answer the 9-0 run that Ogallala had. The zone extended, and we'll see how soon Coach Mestel brings Sipperly back in as Kroger tries to work her way through the double-team shot. No good. Got it back, and then it is blocked in there by Martinson. And coming out of there with a basketball will be Eckout. Eckout runs to the other end, feeds it to the free-throw line where Bentley's shot is no good. All kinds of hands trying to grab the rebound, and it comes all the way out top. Cummins grabs it on the run. Out of everybody but missed the layup. And Eckout will get the rebound. So a lot of running, but not a lot of scoring here in the last two minutes. And Amherst is trapped in the backcourt. They want to get a timeout before turning it over, and that's exactly what they will get. With 4.21 to go here in the first half of play, Amherst continues to lead Ogallala 16-15. to Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium. Doug Duda with you here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Amherst Ball with a 16-15 lead. 4-10 to go in the first half. They were down by as many as seven, but now have the lead back. They were up early by a bucket, and Eckhout dribbles to the right-hand corner. Pulls back, shoots an 18-footer. It comes up short. Reed will get the rebound. Well contested by Kroger at the other end. Long pass. Martinson tries to get the steal. Can't. And Cummins will pick it up and feed Kroger the trailer, who lays it up and in. Five points now for Amanda. And Ogallala finally gets their first points here of the second quarter, and it takes them over four minutes to do it. And then when they press after the made bucket, a reach-in foul going to be called. Going to be on Reed. That'll be her second fifth team foul and again like we said earlier in the quarter uh, the whole game plan score press steal score press steal and when you don't score you can't get the rest of it to go your way so right after that bucket Ogallala slapped the press on as Arnold forces the shot and it just goes out the shoulder of the Ogallala defender and out of bounds Amherst four and four Ogallala three and five they've dropped their last three games falling to St. Pat's Hershey and Carney Catholic. Here's a three-pointer for Eck out in the right-hand corner, and she'll hit it, as you can tell by the crowd in front of us. That's the first three in the game for either team, and it's a two-point lead now for the Lady Broncos at 19-17. Mestel up top, nearly stolen away by Arnold, so Kyra drives, kicks it off to Cummins, three-point land, looking inside. Instead, swings it over the top of the zone to Reed. Now down low to Jaeger, turnaround jumper is too strong, and it's going to be saved by Murphy. Fourth rebound for Madison. Amherst has numbers if they can get that outlet pass. There it is, two-on-one underneath the Hadwiger. She'll put it up, no good. Rebound, Eckow puts it up, no good. Rebound, Eckow puts it up and in. So it took a little work. And now a timeout called by Coach Chris Mestel. They've scored just two points in the second quarter after getting 15 in the first. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 2.47 to go in the second quarter of play. It's Amherst 21, Ogallala 17. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. With our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda back at Cope Gymnasium out of the Ogallala timeout. They trail down 21-17, the largest lead of the game for Amherst, and they cannot get it inside. Eckhout's going to steal the ball away. Jess all the way to the other end, forces the issue, and draws the foul. Eckhout will go to the line, shooting two. She's got 11 of her team's 21 points. And the foul will be called on Kyra Mestel, her second. Again, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, preview the game still to come today, let you know what else is going on in the area as Eckhout will drain the first free throw, 22-17. And the second free throw is also good. So seven in the quarter, 13 in the game for Jessica Eckhout, and it is 23-17, a six-point lead now for Amherst. Again, they were down 11-4. And they have really put on a nice 19-6 run here. Just two points in the quarter for Ogallala. Mestel tries to change that. The runner off the glass is up and in. Not your textbook jump shot, but they needed something, and Kyra was able to hit the bucket, and it's 23-19. As Murphy will push the ball up with the right hand, goes to the right wing and follows the trailer. Bentley over to Arnold, unguarded. The three is up, and it is in. Emily Arnold. With the three-point bucket, the second three of the quarter now for Amherst, and the lead grows to seven. So each team has led by seven so far in this contest. Sipperly back in, and a nice bounce pass to her underneath from Zimmerman. That's as good as Ogallala's moved the ball all afternoon, and Sipperly will lay it up and in for her second bucket, and Amherst then turns it over. Again, they score. The press gives Amherst problems. 26-21. Low-scoring First quarter of play, Kearney 7, Hastings 6 after one quarter in the boys' consolation game at the GNAC tournament in McCook. Lob into Sipperly. She's there again. Nothing you can do about that. Just a great pass from Mestel and Sipperly, the recipient of being 6-3. She grabs it and scores the seven-point lead down to three and another steal on the press. Jaeger brings it in, runs into the defender, and we're going to get a charge. Good job by Emily Arnold to hold her ground. It was the right idea by Casey Yeager. It's just that she didn't go between the two defenders. She ran over Arnold. And for Yeager, that'll be her second foul. Checking out will be Denning, and back in will be Simmerman. Simmerman, Mestel, Yeager, Kroger, Sipperly. A little bigger lineup right now for Ogallala. And Amherst against the pressure. We'll get it to Emily Arnold. Arnold fires it into the front court to Miller. Miller tries to get it back over to Madison from one Madison to the other. Miller to Murphy, and the ball gets deflected out of bounds. So Miller, Hadwiger, Arnold, Murphy, 
and Bentley, the five on the floor with a minute to go here in the first half. Inbounds pass comes up top to Miller. She wants to get rid of it and does to Murphy. Nobody guarding Madison. It's actually Sipperly, so she sags off of her at the top of the key. Hand it to Arnold. Off the curl screen, comes right side and draws the foul. Two free throws coming up for Emily Arnold, who has five points here in the first half. And the foul is on Kyra Mestel, and now she has three. The point guard for the Ogallala Indians will be checking out here in between these two free throws. And the first one is up, and it is good. 27-23. Amherst by four. As Cummins will come back in. 43 seconds remaining in the half, so Amherst looking to take a lead into halftime and maybe extend it here. Can't on the second one. It's no good. And Jamie Cummins will grab her fourth rebound. Standing at 5-6, she's been able to do well on the glass here in the first half. Against the Amherst zone, Cummins skips it over. They're trying to get it into separately. They fire it in there, and Hadwiger deflects it again. Hadwiger's played great defense here in the half, and now Eckhout needs some help, and she gets it. It's a four-on-two at the other end. Arnold bounce passes into Hadwiger, spins to her left, and puts it up and in. First bucket for Taryn Hadwiger. Well done on transition by Amherst. Ten seconds to go as Jaeger brings it into the front court, swings it over to Cummins, lobs it into Sipperly. Good catch, shot up and in, and that is the way the first half will end. With your score, Amherst 29 and Ogallala 25, the consolation game of the 2015 Kearney Catholic holiday tournament and we'll be back to take a look at the first half stats and more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local Yellow Pages out doing the job again today. Thanks to the gang at Ravenna Sanitation for all they do. They're like the mailmen. Come rain, sleet, sun, doesn't matter. They're out there getting the job done, as we hope to do for you here on Platte River Radio and ESPN with the score at half the 
Amherst girls leading Ogallala 29-25. College football already underway when we got the Belk Bowl, Auburn 10, or the Birmingham Bowl, Auburn 10 and Memphis 3. Midway through the second quarter, about eight and a half to go. Auburn leading Memphis 10-3. Then at 2.30, North Carolina State and Mississippi State here on ESPN, followed by Louisville and Texas A&M at 6. And the Holiday Bowl tonight at 9.30, Wisconsin takes on USC. Well, up next, the boys game here. Now, we will not be airing that on our airwaves. Uh, Our friends Tanner and the gang out at North Platte will take care of that as St. Pat's and Ogallala will be battling. That's a 1 o'clock contest. We will be back with you at 2.30 for the championship games. Kearney Catholic will be taking on North Platte St. Pat's. Both teams come in undefeated, and as we said yesterday, numerous times that has happened here in the holiday tournament where those two teams have battled in either the first round, which is what happens when they play in Amherst, or in the finals, which is usually what happens when they play over here at uh, Kearney Catholic. And yesterday, both had easy wins for uh, St. Pat's. They attempted 29 three-pointers and forced 29 turnovers for Kearney Catholic. Uh, They didn't shoot it that well from the outside, but they uh, really dominated the boards in beating Ogallala and had a lot of second-chance points. Yesterday, St. Pat's was really good on the boards, so the rebounding battle could be a key in that girls' game. Then in the boys' championship is what do you do with Amherst? They are so dynamic offensively. They can score a ton of points. Kearney Catholic is not a boys' team that is built to score a ton of points. In fact, 64, the fewest points, that was because they had that running clock against Franklin. Uh, They won that 64-12. to They scored 68 yesterday over a very good St. Pat's team, 68-59, while Kearney Catholic uh, started well and ended well, but really battled in the second and third quarters before beating Ogallala 58-48. to But after losing their first three games of the season, the Kearney Catholic boys have now won six in a row. So six and three stars, eight and O oh Broncos. Probably the first time in a while that they've played that Amherst has been the favorite, and they're going to try and continue their winning streak here. And as we said, Amherst doesn't have a whole lot of competition the next couple of weeks as far as teams with winning records. And so this will be a big game for them to pique their interest for the second half of the season. Again, here at half, the Amherst girls lead Ogallala 29-25, and we'll look at the numbers after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Now is the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. And again, welcome back to Cope Gymnasium. Time now for our halftime stats on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For Ogallala, six different players have scored, led by Katie Sipperly, eight points, two rebounds, and a block. Jamie Cummins, two points, four rebounds. Haley Montgomery has a rebound. Casey Yeager, four points, three rebounds. Alex Zimmerman, two points and a rebound. 
Kyra Mestel, four points and a rebound. Amanda Kroger, five points, three rebounds and a block. And Diana Reed, who's got her shooting hand or her right hand all taped up wrist and thumb, uh, hasn't scored but is in there with three rebounds. Ten rebounds in the first quarter and eight in the second. Free throw shooting three of five of the first, did not attempt one in the second. No three-point attempts so far in the game for Ogallala. Turnovers, eight or seven in the first quarter and four in the second foul situation, Mestel has three. A. Yeager and Reed have two. Ogallala was up early 11-4. They scored 15 in the first, 10 in the second at the half, 25 points, 18 rebounds. Three out of five at the free throw line. No three-point attempts, two block shots, and 11 turnovers. For Amherst, Madison Murphy has four points and four rebounds. Madison Miller has two points and a rebound. Emily Arnold has six points and a block shot. Taryn Hadwiger has two points, a rebound, and a block. Heather Bentley, two points and a rebound. Abby Martinson, a rebound and a block. And leading the way is Jessica Eckhout with 13 points and six rebounds. Six rebounds in the first quarter, eight in the second. Free throw shooting was all in the second quarter where the Broncos were three of four. Three-point shooting, 0 of two in the first, but two of two in the second. Turnovers, seven in the first quarter and three in the second. 12 points in the first quarter, 17 in the second. Nobody has more than one foul for Amherst, so at the half, 29 points, 14 rebounds. Three out of four at the free throw line, two of four from three-point land, three block shots, and 10 turnovers. Your score, Amherst, 29, and Ogallala, 25. Also coming up later today on 1230 AM KHAS, Hastings St. Cecilia basketball at the York Holiday Tournament. Both the boys and girls play Elkhorn. The boys' consolation at 2.15. The girls' championship is set for 4 o'clock. And you'll also hear the Nebraska-Northwestern men's game tipping off at 3.05 on the Breeze 94.5. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and both fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Well, let's get our seeds to success for the second half brought to you by Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Craig Weeches. I think most of what we will need to see is from Ogallala. If they can get it into Sipperly, who starts the uh, half on the bench, or Kroger or Jaeger, get that postgame going, get those easy shots, then they're right underneath the bucket. They can slap that press on. That's really bothered Amherst, and that's what it's going to take here to keep things rolling along. So uh, 
we will see if Ogallala can just find a way to pound it inside, which then will get their pressure and probably allow them to win the game. For Amherst, got to handle the ball, and they'll start the second, second half with it. The shot is no good in there by Hadwiger, and Murphy takes a chance. It's no good. Then we're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of Ogallala. as we get this third quarter underway. In our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Pioneer Seed dealer, Craig Weeches. And the 2-3 zone extended here a little bit. Same five starters in there for Amherst. As they try to force it inside, they know what Ogallala wants to do. So Ogallala is going to have to kick it back out. Kroger gets it into the corner. Cummins drives the baseline. Her jumper is in and out. No good. The ball's slapped out to Jessica Eckout. And Eckout outlet pass. Beauty to Arnold. Arnold in traffic will score. Wow, what a pass by Eckout. She's really playing well here so far in this consolation game. And it's 31-25. Again, the largest lead. Both teams have been up by as many as seven. It was 11-4, Ogallala, 26-19, Amherst, and there it is. Lobbed inside, Jaeger catches, left block, puts it up, and scores. And Casey now has six points, presses on, but Amherst breaks it, attacks, Arnold, no good, offensive rebound, Reed blocks Hadwiger, out of bounds, it'll stay with Amherst. First block of the game for Diana Reed, the sophomore, And the lob in. Open is going to be Murphy. Nobody guarded Madison Murphy right in the middle of the paint. Banks in a little nine-footer. She's got six, and it's 33-27. Halftime at the GNAC. The Hastings boys lead Carney in a low-scoring affair, 18-16. As Kroger takes the shot. Blocked underneath by Eckhout. Picked back up by Kroger. Kroger comes into the paint, and she'll put it up from five and score seven points now for Amanda. And here is the pressure. Let's see how they can handle it in the red and white of Amherst. Get to half court. Murphy stops, throws it over the top to Eckhout. Drives in right at Kroger. Kroger stands her ground. Kroger blocks the shot. Ball is loose, and Jaeger will grab it. Amherst will hustle back on defense, and Mestel will bring it into the front court here for Ogallala, trailing 33-29. to 5.45 to go here in the third quarter. Trying to force it inside. Pack in that zone. Bentley will get the steal here for Amherst. 12th turnover for Ogallala, but Ogallala able to pressure the ball. Amherst isn't going to break the 10 seconds without calling this timeout that we just heard the whistle of Jim Langen right there. So a 30-second timeout called by the Broncos. They've used both of those. They'll have three timeouts remaining brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Your score, Amherst 33, Ogallala 29, 5.33 to go, quarter three. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper, north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. First of four college games, the Birmingham Bowl remains Auburn 10, Memphis 3, 4.15 to go in the second quarter. Here it is 33-29 to 29 in favor of Amherst, and they've got the basketball out of the timeout. Oglala really trying to pressure, and Amherst throws over the top, and as it tipped and out of bounds, it's going to go off of Ogallala. 
Oh, now they change their mind and point the other way and give the ball to Amherst. Wasn't sure if Amanda Kroger touched it or not down on the baseline, and the official that was right there wasn't sure. Coach Klingelhofer thought that it was touched and discusses that for a moment with the official. Now Simmerman, who's into the game for Ogallala, brings it into the paint and double dribbled. So a turnover anyway, and the teams will exchange turnovers, and Bentley will throw it in. And during the dead ball, Ogallala will sub so that they can get that press set up. In the ball game is Madison Miller. Miller takes the inbounds back to Bentley. Bentley down the middle of the floor, over to Miller, across the timeline. Good pass into the front court to Murphy. Stops at the high post to Arnold, the trailer. Goes around Denning, takes it in, and scores. Nice move for Madison Miller, her second bucket. And it's 35-29, trying to keep that lead. Sipperly's back in. They put her on the high post. She dumps it underneath the Zimmerman, and her short jumper bounces off the iron. No good. Bentley with the rebound. Needs help. Tries to force it. Stolen away. Zimmerman right underneath the hoop, but her shot is no good. And the rebound brought down by Madison Miller. Long outlet pass. Layup missed by Murphy. Fighting for the loose ball. Another jump. Well, that was about as sophisticated as a bullfight right there and the arrow points the way of Amherst and they'll catch their breath as Miller to throw it in goes out top to Murphy Madison drives into the paint kicks it back to Miller right corner 12 footer good back to back buckets for Miller and the largest lead of the game for Amherst 8 points 37-29 4 minutes to go in the third quarter girls consolation game here on ESPN and Ogallala miscommunication Lobs it to the baseline, and nobody home. And a timeout will be called here by the Indians and Coach Chris Mestel. With 3.58 to go in the third quarter of play, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, 37-29 Amherst. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS. Resources for enriching lives. A final from the GNAC girls. Scott's Bluff beat Lexington this morning by a score of 58-47. to And Ogallala out of the timeout, throws it away. That's not what you want out of the timeout, obviously. Amherst makes the steal, gets it underneath. Shot no good. Ball on the ground. Jessica Eckout is able to grab it and save it into the corner to Miller. Up top to Michelson. It goes through her hands, though, and it'll be turned right back over to Ogallala. And then they travel with the basketball. Fans helping out the officials here. And it's just that type of game. Everybody's a little bit out of sync right now on the court. So a little uh, discussion down there. Eckhout, when she 
got the basketball. She was on a knee and started to dribble the basketball and stood up. Coach Mestel thought that was a travel, so they're just discussing what you can do. Yeah, remember back in the day, as we all say, if you ever just got up off the ground, no matter what with the basketball, it was a travel. And here is a foul as Emily Arnold attacks the rim and got hip-checked right when she went up. So Arnold will go to the line and shoot two. She is one of two so far, and Amanda Kroger whistled for her first foul. That's the first foul of the half on either team. 3.27 to go here in the third quarter, and Amherst trying to extend their lead with two free throws from Emily Arnold, and the first one is in and out, no good. Michelson back in for Murphy. A lot of M's on this Amherst team. A couple of Madisons, a Murphy, a Miller, a Michelson, a couple of Murphys. Second free throw up, and it is in. And now Bentley will come in for Emily Arnold, who has nine points in the game. 38-29, a nine-point lead for Amherst. Ogallala quiet with the basketball against the zone, working around the perimeter. Dennings back in, skip pass, Reed down on the right block, backing her way in. Kroger, nice move, she'll score. Amanda Kroger, second bucket of the quarter, and nine now in the game. Remember, Ogallala had 15 points in the first quarter, only 16 total over the last 13 minutes. Ball's going to go out of bounds, and it is last touched by Amherst. Four turnovers in the quarter, 14 in the game for Amherst. Five turnovers in the quarter, 16 total for Ogallala. And the Indians get a chance to go right into their half court here with Tori Denning. Denning, couple of dribbles, swings it over to Reed outside the arc, comes out of the paint for a rare time, over to Cummins. Back to Reed, playing catch on the right wing. Not a lot of movement away from the ball. They're looking for Casey Yeager to get free, and she'll pop out to take the basketball and rotate it again to Reed. Now flashing through Kroger, back up top to Yeager. Nobody in the paint. Two and a half to go. Long possession here for the Indians. Amherst, solid 2-3 zone. Reed on the right wing. Again, looks for Jaeger. Now Kroger follows her, makes the pass no good, the shot no good, the rebound no good, and out of bounds to Ogallala. Jaeger and Kroger, right idea. They flashed Jaeger through. The defense went with her, and Kroger followed right behind and took the pass. And now here comes Sipperly into the ball game. She has eight points all in the first half. But if they can lob it to her, she's been able to knock down some shots. And they will lob it underneath to Kroger, but she was too deep. Hit the rim on the way up. No good. Murphy will grab the rebound. And up the floor, Eckhout. Eckhout trying to avoid the triple team. Rolls it to the high post. Hadwiger's on the floor. The ball's loose, and Reed will grab it. Outlet pass to Kroger. Out ahead of the pack. The layup is good, and the lead is down to five. Amanda Kroger back-to-back buckets for Ogallala. 38-33 Amherst. With a minute 50, and we're still in the third quarter of play. As the Broncos break the press, two on one, and Murphy will feed Hadwiger and Taren with her second bucket of the ball game. When Amherst gets to half court against that pressure, they've done a great job of finishing throughout the afternoon. 90 seconds to go here in the third quarter. 40 to 33, they lob it into Sipperly. She's right underneath. That's an easy one for the 6-3 junior. Double digits now with 10 points. For Sipperly, and I would just do that all day long. As Murphy pushes it up, breaks the press again, and then Sipperly hip checks her. And Katie actually goes to the ground, too, so you know there was some force on that one. That's the first foul on Sipperly. And going to the line 
will be Madison Murphy for the first time. So as she collects herself here. Maddie Murphy with six points, six rebounds, and the free throw clanks off no good. Miller will check out. And Arnold back in here for the Broncos. Looks like we've got the original five out there again for Amherst. Murphy, Arnold, Hadwiger, Bentley, Eckhout. Second free throw is good for Murphy. Seven points for Madison. 41-35, Amherst with the six-point lead. A minute, 10 to go here, and we're in the third quarter. A far cry from yesterday's offensive struggles for both teams. Lob into Sipperly, right slide block this time, and again, she scores on a nice pass from Reed. Give her the assist, give the bucket to Sipperly. And it's a four-point game now, 41-37, after Amherst was up nine. Great catch on the pass from Murphy against the pressure. Feeds Arnold on the way up. Arnold is fouled, and Emily will shoot two. She's two of four so far at the line today. And it's another foul on Sipperly, her second. Third team foul on Ogallala. Amherst is yet to be whistled for a foul here in the half. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good. Emily gets a second free throw coming. Again at the half, it was the Hastings boys leading Carney 18-16 in the third place game down at the GNAC tournament in McCook. Second free throw bounces around, no good. Hadwiger almost grabbed the rebound, but Zimmerman had it bounce in her hands. And Ogallala will have it with 40 seconds to go in the third. Chance to make it a one-possession game with a bucket here. They have yet to shoot a three, let alone make a three in the game. Ogallala not an outside shooting team. They'll try to get it into Sipperly, and it's taken away by Bentley. Bentley comes in there and steals the basketball. Turnover number six of the quarter for Ogallala. They'll try and break the press, wrap it around to Murphy, but there's no room, and so they'll kick it out. And again, Ogallala didn't shoot a three in the entire game yesterday. Here's a three from Eckout. In and out, no good. Followed by Murphy. It's no good. little contact in there, and the rebound, Mestel. Will find her way out of the crowd, but can't get a shot away before the buzzer sounds. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. Still a lot to be determined here. Amherst 42 and Ogallala 37 on KXPN. Carney KICS Hastings. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Petrie and the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. Go to the fourth quarter. Ogallala will have the ball. Amherst will have the lead. 42-37 here in our girls' consolation contest as we're back in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. First of three games that we'll broadcast. First of four games here today. The St. Pat's Irish 
and Ogallala boys will play next, uh, and they played just back on the 21st with St. Pat's winning that game. Here are the Ogallala girls working into the left-hand corner to Reed. Back up top to Mestel, looking for a bucket that could cut it to a one-possession game. Back to Reed. Kroger the post right now, trying to force it into Jaeger. It's deflected out of bounds. It'll stay with Ogallala. Sipperly has 12. Kroger has 11 for Ogallala. For Amherst, Eckhout with 13. They were all in the first half. 10 for Emily Arnold. Inbounds comes to the right-hand corner to Cummins. Back on the elbow. They'll go right side to Kroger. One dribble and kick it out. Overload right side. Rotate through and skip it over the top of the zone to Reed. She'll take a long jumper. The 17-footer is good. Diana Reed with her first bucket of the ball game, and the lead, once nine, is down to three. Up the floor, Murphy against the press. Stops a little six-footer. Good. Nobody came out on her after they had the two-on-two break, and nine points now for Murphy. 44-39. As Ogallala brings it across the timeline into the left-hand corner, back on the wing to Mestel. High post, Jaeger. Outside, first three of the weekend is all the way around and out by Cummins. No good, but an offensive rebound by Reed. Back over to Cummins. This time the 10-footer. It's good. And Jamie with her second bucket. So 44-41. And we do see that Ogallala is capable of taking one from beyond the arc. As the ball's lost away, and over and back going to be called on Amherst which probably prevented a possible breakaway here for Ogallala. So, albeit a turnover, it might have been a break for the Broncos. 16 turnovers on Amherst, 17 on Ogallala. And here comes Sipperly back into the ball game. So Cummins, Sipperly, Jaeger, Kroger, and Reed. This is about as big as Coach Mestelas went all weekend long. And can they cut it to one or even can a three to tie the game? Reed immediately looks for Sipperly. She's double teamed, and the ball fell out of Reed's hands. Picked back up by Kroger in the lane. She spins. She shoots. It's no good. Sipperly the rebound, but she's right underneath the hoop. And on the way up, most of the Amherst team fouls her. So Sipperly will have to earn it at the free throw line. She is 0 of 2 at the line today, has 12 points. The foul on Madison Murphy is the first of the entire half on Amherst, and we have 6-10 to go in the game. Sipperly's free throw is short. No good. And they will take Katie out if she can make this one. Little O versus D. Second free throw. Yes. And Sipperly gets her 13th point of the basketball game. It's a two-point lead now for Amherst. 44-42. Back and forth we go. It was seven in the first quarter for Ogallala. Then Amherst took it back into halftime, 29-25. to 25, Worked it up to nine. Now it's back down to two. As Eckhout dribbles through traffic, continues to come. Left wing to the right wing. Hands it off to Arnold. Knocked away by Cummins, but Arnold races to get it. Bentley now to Eckhout. 44-42. Eckhout back cut. Arnold, nice pass off the glass and in. 12 points now for Emily Arnold, and they set it up well. Good eye contact between Eckhout and Arnold, and it results in a Bronco bucket, 46-42. Five and a half to go in the game. When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Mestel tries to get it into Jaeger. Jaeger dribbles, but she's double teamed, and it goes off her leg and out of bounds. 18th turnover for Ogallala, the first here of the fourth quarter. 
And Amherst to throw it in. Fires it in baseball style. About a quarter of the way up the floor to Murphy. Throws over the top to Arnold. Heads to the hoop again, but it's blocked by Kroger. Right into the hands of Hadwiger, but she can't finish. And now we're going to get a jump ball. Third block shot by Kroger. Rebound to Jaeger. Arrow points the way of Amherst. And Amherst trying to get some more points on the board here to take the lead up to six. Inbounds comes to the top of the circle to Hadwiger. Bentley's wide open. They hand it to her. The eight-footer is good. Heather Bentley with her second bucket. And Amherst has shown that when they have an open look, they are pretty good shooters. Ball handling and handling the press has been the problem. We talked about it starting the second half for our seeds to success here. And Ogallala has just not scored enough to keep that press on every time. Kroger trapped in the lane. Does the happy dance, gets it back out to Mestel. 48-42 Amherst. Ogallala now has seen the Broncos score back-to-back buckets. Jaeger into the paint. Kroger needs to get out of there. Throws it up top to Mestel. Skips it over to Cummins. And now Ogallala just needs to get a shot, and they'll be fouled. Madison Murphy, her second. That was a long enough possession that eventually you're going to turn it over. And with the foul, Sipperly checks in, give him more room on the post. First bowl game of the day, the Birmingham Bowl. Memphis has scored to tie it. Memphis and Auburn, 10-10 at the half. Then at 2.30, Mississippi State at NC State. That'll be after our basketball here on ESPN. Inbounds pass to Kroger. Right back to Sipperly, but put it up too strong. Got her own rebound, and this time it sticks. Katie Sipperly, 15 points, and it's 48-44. Ogallala was a little late getting the press on, so Amherst throws over the top. Murphy trying to get it inside. It's ripped away by Alex Zimmerman. Now she is triple team, trying to find somebody to throw the basketball to. To Sipperly, they better get across the timeline. They do. Outlet pass to Jaeger. Jaeger going to take it all the way in. Off the glass and in. Nifty move by Casey Jaeger because Amherst really had that defended pretty well. Now Amherst tries to throw it the length of the floor and off the fingertips of Hadwiger, the freshman And out of bounds, and a timeout will be called here by Coach Klingelhofer. Good idea, didn't convert, so she wants to make sure her team doesn't get on the wrong side of a run here by Ogallala, who has scored back-to-back buckets. 3.50 to go in our contest. Amherst, 48. Ogallala, 46. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel 
Cardinal seed dealer. Well, the boys' game will be next. It won't get tipped at 1, maybe closer to 115. So adjust that as you head here to the gym for the Ogallala St. Pat's boys' game. As Ogallala will get it inside, the shot up no good. Jaeger, and then a foul on the rebound. And it looks like they're going to call Sipperly over the back. That'll be her third, fourth team foul. And remember, neither team is really close to the one-and-one. So if we get in that last minute and nothing changes, there's only been two fouls called on Amherst, four now on the Indians. So both teams with plenty of fouls to give. Inbounds pass for Amherst will go to Arnold. And Emily will give it to Bentley into the front court right side to Eckout. Eckout, good cross over to the free throw line. Dumps it underneath. There's Hadwiger. She'll put it high off the glass and score. Taryn Hadwiger with her sixth point. 50 to 46 Amherst. Fast break the other way to Kroger. Left block forces her way in and scores. Amanda Kroger with 13, and she had Broncos trying to hang on her. And now the pass tipped away to the floor. Bentley, and they're going to call a walk on Heather Bentley. Amherst thought there might have been a foul, but it looked like Bentley was holding the ball. Ogallala had their hand on the ball, which made her go off balance and turn it over for the fourth time here in the quarter. And Ogallala can now tie the ball game. Our game hasn't been tied since it was 4-4. to Reed in the left-hand corner. Sipperly back in there. They double her to the high post. Kroger now trying to get it to Sipperly, and Hadwiger got another hand on it, and it's Ogallala turning it over for the second time in the quarter. Hadwiger may not be the leading scorer, but she has got a ton of steals, and Amherst bringing it up the floor walked. One of those where they looked up to pass it. Nobody was open, and they took that extra step. 50-48. to 48. And even though it's a girls' consolation on a Wednesday morning into early afternoon, this one's got a little excitement to it. Both teams desperately wanting to get back in the win column after losing streaks heading into Christmas and losing yesterday. Four and four for Amherst, three and five for Ogallala. Indians working around the perimeter here. Casey Yeager right side of the key up top to Cummins. She's the only player to attempt a three for Ogallala. Now down to Sipperly, triple team back to Kroger, and she's fouled. Ogallala has figured it out that when Sipperly gets the ball, there is at least two, if not three, Amherst defenders on her, and Sipperly can see over them and just hits the trailer, whether it's Jaeger or Kroger, and that will send Amanda to the line to shoot two. These are the first free throws for Kroger since the first quarter, and it is no good. The foul was called on Eckout. That is her second. Jaeger. And Sipperly are both going to come out. That puts the shorter, probably quicker defensive team out there to slap the pressure on if they can get a made free throw here. But they cannot. And the rebound is brought down by Hadwiger, her fourth here of the half. 50-48 to 48 Amherst, and they dribble right into the trap. And the ball is knocked away. It's on the floor. We're going to have Kroger try to shuffle it ahead. Zimmerman finally gets it, and it's bouncing around. No good. Rebound brought down by Bentley. A break there for Amherst. And off to the races they go. 50-48, to 48, the clock with 1.45 to go. Still plenty of time, both sides. And Amherst wants to use some clock here. But for Ogallala, be smart. You can foul. You've got two to give, but don't just reach out and do it because you've been playing good defense. Ball loose, jump ball, arrow, Ogallala. And Amherst now... Yes, a jump ball, just clarifying that. But the turnover bug has bitten Amherst, and it's not all on full-court pressure right now. 
That is the seventh turnover of the quarter, 22nd of the game for Amherst, where Ogallala, who has 19, but only two this quarter, and again with 90 seconds to go, a chance to tie it. Kyra Mestel to Jaeger on the left elbow. Back to Mestel. Overload to the left side. Sipperly down there. Trying to double-team her. They get it to Kroger. Drives baseline. Can't make the pass. Out for a three for Jaeger. It's no good. It goes into Sipperly's hands. It's knocked out of her hands by Hadwiger. Put back up, bouncing around, and it wedges in. It'll be a jump ball. That's Amherst's. The ball wedged between the rim and the glass, and I'll tell you what, I don't know that I've ever seen it do that way. You can see a three-pointer where it comes in low, but this one actually came down and wedged in. So the jump ball will belong to Amherst. They had some opportunities, but Sipperly got her shot blocked in there by Hadwiger, and now Ogallala will have to think about taking chances. 108 to go, full-court pressure on. Eckout will throw it in. Nice pass to Arnold over the top. Cut off by Mestel. Throws over the top into the front court. Bentley, and they've got a three-on-two. Down low to Hadwiger. Back out to Eckout. She'll take the 12-footer and hit it. Sipperly had Hadwiger boxed in, so she kicked it to Jess, who hits her first bucket of the half. 52-48. Now we're down to 50 seconds. Ogallala. Cummins for three. The high archer hits the iron. No good. Rebound comes out to Arnold. And Amherst now has control. 40 seconds. Up the floor. Everybody's open. Hadwiger hits the layup, and that'll probably do it. 54-48. 30 seconds to go. Mestel hustles it down the floor for Ogallala. Lobs it into Sipperly. Turns. Puts it up no good. Out of bounds off Amherst. Now, Ogallala has two timeouts remaining. Let's see what Coach Mestel wants to do. That was smart to go to Sipperly. You could draw the three-point the old-fashioned way. And now Amherst is going to call the timeout defensively so Coach Klingelhofer can talk to her young ladies with 21 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Ogallala has the ball, but they trail 54-48. They had two or three opportunities down 50-48, to couldn't convert. Amherst scored, then Ogallala put the pressure on. Ogallala couldn't score, and a fast break the other way, easy layup. This timeout is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do with our producer Caleb Henry I'm Doug Duda with an update down from the GNAC boys conference tournament after three Hastings 27 Kearney 25 in a defensive battle 27 25 in the third place game here Ogallala may need a three down 54 48 21 seconds to go Indy Yeager trying to set up Cummins Now they'll come back over to Reed. Step back. She'll try the three, but it's way short. Offensive rebound put back up and in by Kroger. They don't call a timeout, though, with two remaining. Seven seconds, six seconds. Ball is stolen, and now a timeout. They did steal it with five seconds, but I have Ogallala. Yeah, they have two timeouts remaining. I'm a little surprised that they didn't use one there, But it may work to their advantage. Hey, it may work to their advantage because they did steal the ball, the eighth turnover, and a timeout with five seconds to go. We'll be right back. 
Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. So the bucket by Amanda Kroger gives her 15 in the game. The steal by Jamie Cummins and the timeout with 5.4 to go. So you could still lob it to Sipperly, hit a bucket, and still have a couple of seconds left and call timeout. Down four. The three really doesn't matter here. So Cummins will throw it in from the corner, just ahead of the baseline. But it's got to be a quick bucket. They lob it into Kroger. She's got it, and she is going to be fouled before she shoots it. The foul is on Heather Bentley. Now remember, Amherst has fouls to give. That's only their fourth. So as soon as it was caught, the foul was committed. Smart move. So underneath the hoop, they'll lob it into Sipperly. Catches, shoots, scores, timeout. Two seconds. Two seconds. It's not over yet as Ogallala able to execute the inbound to Katie Sipperly. She grabs it. She shoots. She scores. Two seconds exactly remain in the game. Amherst 54 and Ogallala 52. Coming up the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here on ESPN Radio. Then the boys game will follow. And we will not have that on the radio. But North Platte, St. Pat's and Ogallala will be about 20 minutes after the conclusion of this one. So Amherst just needs to get the ball in. Remember, even if Ogallala fouls, it's not going to put Amherst in the one-and-one. So unless Ogallala steals and scores in two seconds, Amherst will win. You need to baseball pass it here, and I think that's what they're going to do. Bentley. Well, just gets it into Eckout, fouled one second. But there is no one-and-one, so they just throw it in right there. The foul, I don't think they told us who was on, but it doesn't really matter at this point. One second to go. All Again, all they have to do is throw it in, and the inbounds is knocked away. Half a second runs off the clock when they do that. So .5 to go, and Amherst has to throw it in again. And there it is, thrown in, grabbed, game. Nice job by Amherst. Good battle by Ogallala but played from behind the entire second half, just never could get the lead. And exciting to the end, a lot different than yesterday. This is what both of these teams needed here this afternoon. The Amherst girls, 54. Ogallala, 52. The Indians fall to 3-6. and six. The Broncos now 5-4. and four. We'll be back with the new West Post Game Show stats and hopefully a quick chat with Coach Klingelhofer when we return. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Visit nefb.org to learn more. No, Mom! It's Josh's turn! I had to take it out the last time! Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. And welcome back to Kearney Catholic, where we are ready for quarter number four to finish up in this exciting basketball game and head on in to the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today in the girls consolation game of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. It was 54-52 Amherst and an update from McCook. The Kearney boys have taken a 36-33 lead over Hastings with three minutes to go in the third place game down at the GNAC. Now let's take a look at our final stats, and we will start with the Lady Indians of Ogallala. They had seven players score, led by the junior, Katie Sipperly, 17 points, five rebounds, and a block. Jamie Cummins, four points, four rebounds. Haley Montgomery had a rebound. Casey Yeager, eight points, six rebounds. Alex Zimmerman, two points, two rebounds. Kyra Mestel, four points, three rebounds. Diana Reed, had two points, four rebounds, and a block. And Amanda Kroger, 15 points, four rebounds, and three blocked shots. 18 rebounds in the first half, 11 of the second half. Free throw shooting, three of five in the first half, one of four in the second half. All of the three-point attempts happened in the fourth quarter for Ogallala. They were 0 of 4. Turnovers, 11 in the first half, did a little bit better with only eight in the second half, including just two there in the fourth quarter. 25 points at halftime, 27 of the second half, and the Indians finished with 52 points, 29 rebounds, 4 out of 9 at the free throw line, 0 of 4 from three-point land, five block shots, 19 turnovers, and Ogallala will fall to 3-6 and six on the season. They return home uh, one week from tomorrow on Thursday, January 7th, to host Bridgeport. They go to Cozad on Friday, January the 8th. We'll come back and look at the final numbers for Amherst after this on the New West postgame show. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Let's take a look now at the final numbers of the ball game for the Amherst Lady Broncos. Six different players scored. Madison Murphy, nine points, six rebounds. Madison Miller, six points, two rebounds. Emily Arnold, 12 points, one rebound, one block. Taryn Hadwiger, eight points, five rebounds, two blocks. Heather Bentley, four points, three rebounds. Abby Martinson, a rebound and a block. And Jessica Eckout led the way here this afternoon for the Lady Broncos. 15 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 block shot. 14 rebounds in the first half, 12 in the second half. Free throw shooting 3 of 4 in the first half, 3 of 6 in the second half. 3-point shooting 2 of 4 in the first half, 0 of 1 in the second half. Turnovers 10 in the first half, but 13 in the second half, and it almost cost Amherst the game in the fourth quarter where they had 8 of them compared to just 2 for Ogallala. 29 points at halftime, 25 in the second half. Amherst finishes with 54 points, 26 rebounds. 6 out of 10 at the free throw line, 2 of 5 from 3-point land. 5 block shots, 23 turnovers. But Amherst back in the win column with a 54-52 win over Ogallala. It snaps a three-game losing streak. And Amherst at 5-4 will be back in action on Thursday the 7th at Eustis Farnham hosting Overton on Friday the 8th, and then a Pleasanton girls team that's doing okay up on the 15th. So some competitive games and Selma Myrna there, then Shelton and Gibbon, some winnable games as well on the schedule. We'll come back and talk with Coach Jamie Klingelhofer of Amherst right after this timeout. Nebraska Land National this is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game, from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule an appointment today. The Amherst girls split their two games here at the holiday tournament, 54-52. to They win today against the Ogallala Lady Indians. And Coach Jamie Klingelhofer joins us. And 
coach, it's a lot more fun scoring points, ain't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I mentioned at the beginning that the fact is both teams played uh, undefeated teams yesterday and, and struggled, maybe different reasons uh, for one pressing and one just not the ball going in the hole. But it's 1130 in the morning. It's a third-place game. The coaches say, I got to do something to get some energy in. So Ogallala came out pressed, pressed. which they don't usually do, just kind of talk about the start of the game and getting off to it. A good start again with four, but then they get nine in a row, and it kind of looked maybe a little bit like yesterday for a moment. Yeah, we, we, you know, right there, we struggled a little bit with our press, but once we got it broke, you know, and worked it around and, and stuff, it, it come, come together, and we worked together as a team more today, it, you know. And that's what I keep telling these girls is if you work together as a team, you're going to have great things happen. And, and so, you know, and the press, it bothered us, but – I, we, we can break them if we just keep our heads up and look down the floor and, and pass, pass through it instead of trying to dribble through it. And the girls seemed to get more confident as the game went along. Yes, they did. After, after as we said, once you got it to half court because they overplayed the press. Right. So if you did get it, you had numbers, and the girls were confident attacking. They didn't yes. go in too fast and miss them. They, they just kind of kept it going. So you're up four at halftime. Neither team was in the locker room really long, so I don't think that either team was disappointed. They kind of liked what they were doing. Oh, yeah, I, I was happy with the girls, and I, you know, I changed a couple of things, and I said, that's better than yesterday, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I was trying to change a bunch of stuff yesterday, but, yeah, I'm, I was pleased with them. They, you know, and it, I don't come down to that whole teamwork thing with these girls, and, you know, I've got four injured on the bench right now, and we're struggling with that, but... And two of them I might get back here when school starts back up. So that'll be a good heads up for them. And How will that change uh, what you've got? Does it just give you more depth, or will it actually move some kids in some different It'll places? It'll probably move some kids in some different places. And one of them's a, a true point guard for me, and the other one was my point guard last year. So it'll move some things around and you know and it'll give us depth you know in the subbing for the guards you know because right now i'm i'm subbing post for guards and <laughs> and so that'll give me a little more depth there and we're talking with jamie klingelhofer amherst girls basketball coach after their win today 54 52 over ogallala taryn hadwiger is one of those girls that had to uh step in and and take the starting rollover and i thought and you'll have, to, you'll have to let me know when you watch the film how many flat steals she had, how many balls she deflected, deflected in the paint today. If she didn't grab them, she got them to somebody that did. I thought an outstanding job for just being a freshman when she was going against taller players in those posts and Ogallala trying to pound it in. You know, she, you know, she's one of those – she's a smart player. And you can tell that she's watched a lot of ball and, of course, you know, her dad was a good ball player. and She got it from her mom. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> the but, smarts for sure. But she's just smart in that way. And, and like I told her that one, you know, they were getting them into her. And I said, Taryn, I said, you can out jump her because she's not jumping. I said, you've got a vertical. And she's like, yeah, I know. And so she knows what she can do. And But she's just smart and making smart passes if, you know, she feels the pressure. And so that's good. And, and you know, Red or Madison Murphy, we call her Red. You know, she's been working tough for me down there in the block. And, you know, and they work great together. And Casey, if I get her back, when I get her back, you know, they all three work great together. So, Well, we mentioned it, too. You're, you have a good shooting ball club when they're playing a team that's not just going to press them full yeah. court the whole time. So 
you get ready for the second part of the season here, as we say, December's one, up to conference is two, and then after that, after is, that. is three. So Eustace Farnham, Overton, Pleasanton, Myrna, Shelton, Gibbon, you've got to feel that you can be competitive with every single one of those teams. Oh, yeah, I feel that we can be competitive with all of them. But, you know, it's, it's whoever, it's whatever team shows up that night, and that's why you play the game of basketball and see who wins and loses. And, you know, they might not have a winning record, but, you know, they can show up and they can give a ball game. And they all, you know, all, the, all those teams do. So, but if we just come out and we play team ball and play good defense like we have been all year, you know, I feel pretty good about it. Well, it was a good win today. It got a little hairy there at the it end, did. but you guys were able to hang <laughs> on. And Jamie, we'll see you after the first of the year. Congrats. Happy All New right. Year. Thank you. You too. That's Jamie Klingelhofer, head coach of the Amherst Girls. They hold on for the 54-52 victory today over Ogallala. We'll take one final break. Wrap it up after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Well, coming up here in about 10 minutes, the North Platte St. Pat's Irish and Ogallala boys will play the consolation. We'll be back just a little after 2.30. It'll be close to 2.45 for the championship games to get underway. A battle of unbeatens, Kearney Catholic and North Platte St. Pat's girls. And then we will have the boys championship somewhere around 4.15 where the Amherst undefeated boys will be back in action. And it should be a good one against Kearney Catholic. A lot of fun. Of course, uh, the kids know each other very, very well, and uh, they have had an opportunity to play hoops against each other. Most of the sports not. This has finally moved up here into uh, what's going on with the uh, uh, with the uh, C2 movement here for Amherst, but Amherst has looked really, really good so far this season, and the Stars have won six in a row. So we'll see how that goes a little bit after 4 o'clock. So keep it here on our network of stations, and don't forget, on 12.30 a.m. KHAS at 2.15, Hastings St. Cecilia basketball as they take on Elkhorn in the boys' consolation, followed by the girls' championship at 4 o'clock. We also have Nebraska men's basketball hosting Northwestern, pregame at 2.05, tip-off at 3.05 from Pinnacle Bank Arena. And a final has come your way, just finished down at McCook. The Kearney boys able to uh, rally in the fourth quarter and beat Hastings 43-38. In the third place game, Kearney Hastings 43-38, and the girls will play in the championship game starting at about 1.30. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda. Happy New Year, everyone, and coming up next, college football. Auburn and Memphis, 6.45 to go in the third, are tied 10-10. It's the first of four games. Today on ESPN, again, the final here, the Amherst Girls, 54, Ogallala, 52. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. 
Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news. Covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.